Hello everybody out there, welcome back to another episode of Biblical Truth Central. Um, I'm your host, Brother D, and um, I hope you all are blessed. I hope you're having a great day. We're nearing the end of 2020. Um, I don't know about you, but it's been one, one eventful year to say the least. There's so many things that have occurred. Uh, personally in my life and I'm sure in the lives of everybody um, there's just no way that you can tell me that 2020 has not had any effect on you it has affected people financially it has affected people emotionally spiritually um, just, you know, just so many things mentally. There's so many things that this year has done and you have individuals who are saying that they're ready for this year to be over with and they want 2021 to hurry up. <laughs> so I, um, definitely understand the urgency, but as believers in Christ, no better than to say something like that. Um, to think that 2021 is going to just bring something majestic or be the redeemer of 2020 is it's kind of carnal minded to be honest with you. I mean the fact is we're living in the last days and Satan is working overtime to discourage the saints. He's working overtime to make us feel bad and feel distant from God and to succumb to the beast system. I mean, look around you. I mean, the world has been turned upside down. Face masks, gloves, shields, social distancing. These are terms that have become all too normalized and people have accepted it. People have bought into the lie. The deception has corrupted the mindset of this society. And for those of us that are in Christ, that have eyes to see and ears to hear, are the ones that are looked upon, frowned upon, and called crazy, uncompliant, or dare I say inconsiderate of our neighbor, which is absolutely ridiculous when... Jesus told us to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So I don't really have an issue with loving the people next to me. So for the world to be so critical of us believers in Christ that we not believe in the lie is just goes to show you how far this world has fallen from God. But to say the least, uh, we need to be on guard. We need to be seeking out God now more than ever. Uh, for those of you who are on the fence and you don't know Christ, you know, why don't you take some time to get to know him? You know, usually I would do something like this at the end of a broadcast, but while it's on my mind and I feel that the Lord is putting it upon my heart, let me let me take a moment to give you the gospel because maybe you're somebody listening to this for the first time and you don't know God and you're not saved. 
You don't know where your salvation lies. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 through 4 is the gospel. And it says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved. Keep ye in memory what I preach unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all in which we receive, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. If you believe that with all of your heart, and not just speaking with your mouth, okay, like verse 2 says, not believing in vain, that's a very critical point. Because some people can say they believe in Jesus, but they don't believe in the actions that took place when he walked the earth. They don't believe in the sacrifice that he did to make sure that we had access to God the Father. They believe in vain. Don't be somebody to believe in vain. Believe with all your heart that Jesus is the way and you will be saved. You don't have to wonder about your salvation. You don't have to guess about whether you're going to go to heaven. You don't have to think about that because Jesus is and was enough. Amen. In this episode, I want to talk about, you know, my life as a, as a Christian. Life as a believer. I titled this episode, Is Being a Christian a Waste of Time? Is it really worth it? I've heard skeptics. Atheists say things like it's a waste of time for you to believe in the fairy man in the sky sitting on the rainbow. And it's a waste of time for you to follow a bunch of rules and regulations out of fear. You know, it's a waste of time having faith. It's a waste of time believing in God. You know, a lot of atheists quote-unquote, go out of their way to belittle the Christian faith as much as they possibly can. Which leads me to believe that the enemy is definitely deep in the mindset of an atheist. For them to take the time to try their best to belittle someone's faith and to say that it's a waste of time shows absolutely no respect for a person's beliefs. And it's completely satanic. You know, if you don't believe in something, why would you in invest so much time in debating people about something that you don't even believe in? I don't, I've never, I, out of everything in the world, I've never seen people dedicate so much time to something that they don't believe in like if you don't believe in God why doesn't it just stop there 
why do you feel the need to do studies? Why do you feel the need to read um, literature? Why do you feel the need to belittle those who choose to believe in God? Like, why? It's almost like you're angry and you're upset about something. The fact that people are exercising hope in Christ. Like, there is hope. And atheists is... Not all, not all, but there are some who have made it their life's mission to make Christians as miserable as possible. To make them feel as bad about believing in God as possible. They call us unintelligent, stupid, illogical, schizophrenic. I mean, every name under the sun to insult the faith of a Bible believing Christian and I just find it very interesting how you can invest so much of your life into something that you don't even believe in to say that the Christian life is a waste of time who are you to judge who are you to say such a thing and what makes you believe that it's a waste of time. Like these are legitimate questions. You have some people who say that religion is toxic and it is responsible for a lot of death in the world and it's you know it it's um control based, so on and so forth. And you know, to a degree, I, I do agree with that. I do, because religion <laughs> in itself is it, it can be very toxic. But I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about Jesus. We're talking about a relationship. We're not talking about being religious or religion or or, 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 the, or anything of the sort. Because you got to remember something. It was religious Pharisees who crucified Jesus. It was self-righteous, I-know-it-all Pharisees who killed the Lord. Those were religious people. So, if anybody ever like makes the mistake of saying to me, well, I respect you because you're religious, you know, I have to stop them right there. Like, I am not, <laughs> I am far from religious. Nothing religious about me. So to say that religion is toxic and that it has caused um, a lot of death in the world is a true statement. But that don't have anything to do with Jesus Christ. That is the fault of corrupted men believing false doctrines. False beliefs that encourage individuals to judge and to practice tyranny and to hold one over the other you know we can debunk that very fast in the bible uh, it, it, the lord tells us that he's not a respecter of persons which means he doesn't care who you are where you're from what color you are this that and the third and he also goes on the step to tell us to not practice favoritism which means that we are not to judge people based on how they look but we are to show love to one another exercise that in faith 
and showing people Christ in us. That is our job. Amen. That is what we do. That's what we're supposed to do. That is on a daily basis. Now, everybody that says that uh, they're a Christian is, is uh, <laughs> obviously is not telling the truth. I, I, I've been ta I talk about this a lot on my YouTube channel, Biblical Truth Central. Check it out. I talk about it a lot about fake Christians out there, about false converts, about people who bear no good fruit. You know, the Bible tells us that if a tree doesn't bear good fruit, it needs to be cast into the fire. Be careful, saints, or people out there who call yourself Christians. Be careful. You can fool everybody, but you can't fool God. Okay? So let's, let's, let's just get back into this. Is it is being a Christian a waste of time? In the eyes of the world, it is. Because they feel that Christianity is a boatload of restrictions. Of things that we can do and cannot do according to the Lord. Things that are considered to be sin, the world condones. The world celebrates. The world loves and it partakes in. But you know something? It's sad that most people in this world's idea of fun just so happens to fall under uh, the umbrella of sin. The Bible tells us to not be drunkards. It doesn't say you can't drink alcohol. Now, the Bible doesn't condemn drinking. Except maybe if you're a bishop or something like that. Um, I believe the book of Titus talks about that. You know, because you're in the role of a pastor or a congregation, you're a shepherd. So you need to be sober all the time. But from a general standpoint, it's not a sin, but it is a sin to be drunk. And you got people out here whose idea of having fun is getting drunk. To the point where you can't even remember where you were last night. You don't know what you did last night. You're just completely wrecking your liver. Why does the Bible tell us to not get drunk? Well, because we do stupid things when we're intoxicated. Which can ultimately put us in a situation we may not be able to control. Because you lose control of yourself when you're drunk. And you do things, and eventually you will come to and realize, oh my gosh, what have I done? Well, had you not been drunk, you wouldn't be in this position. Sin is not fun. You know, fornicating, having orgies. I'm not trying to get graphic, but these are things that people deem to be fun. Smoking weed, you know, doing, you know, doing drugs, snorting coke, you know, heroin, methamphetamine—all of these things that people partake in, um, basically destroying their their bodies. They associate that with being fun, and they and when you say that you don't do these things and you don't want to to partake in it. You're the one that, that, that they look at as being a square 
for being boring. Like, oh, you can't have any fun. You're a Christian. Oh, oh, don't call Brother D because you know he's a Christian, so he can't go out and party. He can't do this and that. Well, I don't have a desire to party. I don't. Why would I want to do that? I mean, number one, I have a wife. I have three children. Um, my kids are being homeschooled. So they require my attention. I'm trying to raise them to be the best. I have three boys. I'm, I'm trying to raise them to be the best men they can possibly be. And I'm trying to be a good husband. I mean, don't you understand that the enemy hates marriage? He hates family. And he tries to attack it from every angle possible. So I got to be present. <clears throat> I have to be present. To make sure that the enemy does not get his get his foot in the door so i gotta be on guard all the time i don't have time to go to no party you people go to parties you know to meet people i'm not trying to meet people and those are not the type of people that i even want to meet or associate with because they're practicing sin you know the scriptures tell us to not be numbered among them who practice wickedness you know preach to them give them the gospel but don't be hanging out with them what is that? What's that old saying? Birds of a feather flock together. You hang around people like that enough, um, it's going to wear off on you. And the scriptures tell us, you know, be not of this world. It says it in 1 John and also says it again in the book of Romans. Be not of this world. Forsake the things of this world. But that's not fun to some people. It's being a Christian a waste of time. I once heard an atheist say, you know, what if you live your life as a Christian, you know, all, and you grow old and you die, only to realize that there's nothing to it. Like there's nothing on the other side, nothing. I really don't see the harm in it if that's the case. If let's just say God wasn't real, let's say he didn't exist and you know I chose to be a Christian all my life. And then I die and nothing happens. Well, I don't I think that's the least of my worries because I won't exist anymore. There won't be I mean there's just nothingness. I mean, I don't know what it means to experience nothingness, which makes it very difficult for me to accept that there's nothing after this because I've never experienced nothingness. Just nothing. <laughs> but if I but even if I choose to be, be, a, be a Christian and knowing that God wasn't real, I don't really see the harm in it because Christian values from the Bible really, really allow people to be upstanding citizens. I mean, what's, I mean, you, you mean to tell me that loving people is a bad thing? Showing hospitality to people is a bad thing? Do you think that's really that boring or that corrupted? Um, preaching against evil and wickedness and promoting healthy marriages and uh, uh, condemning adultery and stuff like that. Like, do you really believe these are bad things like 
these are characteristics that anybody can live with it live by and not have a problem with you know I, I find that you know there may be some people out in the world who may disagree but I think the mass majority of people agree that being a Christian by default is a pretty outstanding person and that and I'm not just saying the person who claims to be one I'm talking about the person who lives the life of a Christian who walks that walk out who talks it out I'm talking about that person. It's very hard to hold a candle to that person's integrity. So it, when the, the last, when I when I take my last breath and I go, and people say, "Well, you know, we we, we could never say anything bad about Brother D. You know, he was an outstanding person. He did what he could for folks. Um, he lived his life." You know, righteously, he took care of his family, he was a faithful husband, all of these things. You know, at the least, it'll, I'll leave a great legacy, great memories. Versus living this life any way I wanted to, like living wickedly, doing all of the things that contradict the word of God. Because it seems like people who say that, oh, being a Christian is a waste of time, dwell in such things that contradict the word of God and they deem it as being normal they deem it as something to um as just not being natural you know it's it's not natural to do wicked things and it's not okay and it'll never be condoned to do wicked things so if you ask me you know, being a Christian is is not a it's not a waste of time to me. You know, and I say that this is coming from somebody who used to be in the world, and I used to do things. I've done all of the things that I named earlier. I've done most of those things. You know, I've I've fornicated in my life in my former life. I've done drugs in my former life. I've stolen in my former life. I've lied and cheated in my former life. You know, I've hurt people in my former life. I've done wicked things in my former life. I know these things to be true. And when I came to Christ and he opened my eyes, that I had no idea that the way I lived my life was offending him. And sending me straight to hell. I didn't know this. But when I gained that knowledge and understood that I don't want to do this anymore. And I need to figure out something. And sure enough, that's when I came to Jesus. And he saved my soul. It's not a waste of time when you're thinking about when you're thinking in the future. When you're thinking about heaven, it's not a waste of time. The Bible tells us that heaven and earth shall pass away. And when I say heaven, I'm not talking about where God is. I'm talking about the earth, like the sky and all that stuff. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will never pass away is what the Bible tells us. And I'm not trying to dedicate my life to something that's going to die. 
I'm not trying to give my time over to something that's going to die. I want to give my life and my time to he who lives forever. So being a Christian to me is not a waste of time. Just like if I die and God doesn't exist, if, if it's the other way around and you're an atheist and you die and God does exist, what could, what could you possibly say? Like, what could you possibly say at that moment in time? What could you say? What would you do? If you were standing in front of a holy and righteous God, what would you do? I just have to know. Amen. <laughs> you know, some of the worst, the, the, the worst thing that God can say to you is depart from me. I never knew you. Ye workers of iniquity, depart from me. Prepare for the devil and his angels. I mean, horrible words. Horrible. And that's why I do what I do. The Christian life is exciting. Because we're walking by faith, not by sight. And we're depending on God to order our steps. Like Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, tell us that we are to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and lean not on our own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of our ways, and he shall guide our pathway. Amen. When you when God is in control, you never know what's going to happen. But we know that we serve a God of, of um that can make possible out of the impossible, who can make nothing out of something. We're talking about him. He can do all things. So the Christian life, it's not a waste of time. Walking with Christ is not a waste of time. It is the most beautiful thing we can partake in in this life. I'm going to read a verse. Matthew 16, 24 says, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Being a Christian is the hardest thing that a person can do. When you truly become a follower, you have so many enemies. You now have a target on your back. And you have to forsake your flesh. You have to forsake your desires every single day. The former things that you used to give into, you can't do that anymore. You got to look the other way when the world wants to tempt you. When your flesh wants to rise up, you got to lay it down. Take up your cross. Deny yourself. Deny what you want. And what I mean by deny yourself, deny those that, that flesh, that those lustful thoughts, that's what you need to be denying. Things that will put you in danger. So being a Christian means that you are a warrior. You're a soldier. You're special in God's eyes. 
Being a Christian is not a waste of time. Living in sin is a true waste of time. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Biblical Truth Central. I'm trying to get things back up to speed. I've had a lot of things going on in my life lately. A lot of things, but God is in control. And he's working. Amen. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Check out the other previous episodes as well. Uh, share them on your social media. Share them with your friends and your family. If you feel that it's going to benefit them or help them in some way. Please visit my website as well. www.biblicaltruthcentral.com Also check out my YouTube channel. Biblical Truth Central. Be sure to go on over and dive right into the videos. There's a lot of good meat for the spirit over there for you to enjoy and to grow from. You know, go subscribe and share those videos as well. I'll see you all in the next episode. God bless. Take it easy. Live holy.